broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Midtown Business Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is C.W. Hall, your host here on Midtown Business Radio. Thanks a lot for making us a part of your afternoon today. We're sitting down with Megan Heinze of Elevon, one of the world's largest merchant processing uh, companies in the world, actually runs kind of in the top five, four and five right now, uh, in in the world's largest processors of payments uh, for merchants of all sizes, ranging from the smallest company that takes credit cards up to the deltas and the large companies like that in the world. So I want to say thank Thank you for taking time out of your afternoon today, Megan, for uh, joining us. She's the uh, Senior Vice President and General Manager of U.S. Bank Payment Solutions and Partner Channels, so she's kind of a big deal and uh, a very, very busy person, so I'm very pleased to have you take some time out and tell us a little bit about Elevon and how you can help the small and mid-sized businesses here in the community. Well, thank you so much for having me today, Charles. Well, you know, as I got to looking up uh, into Elevon, learning a little bit more about how they go about what they do and the services that they provide and who can benefit from engaging with Elevon, I was pleased to note that uh, the company has roots here in Atlanta and uh, started out kind of focused on, you know, on the small business community. So tell me a little bit about the story of how, how it got started back in the old days. Yes, it started with a group of men and women who identified a need for small businesses to compete against large companies. They realized the small businesses were not getting the same level of service that large businesses were. So they wanted to provide an end-to-end solution for small businesses to really focus on customers' needs and customer service. And that's what Elevon focuses on is providing the right products and services for small businesses. And that's what we continue to focus on. Over time, we were purchased by U.S. Bank, who provide us a lot of credit st- stability and also helped us focus on larger segments. So in, in the United States, we're the second largest provider for small businesses. Um, we're also the second number of customers in the United States, but we also have large customers. So for example, Um, Airlines. We're number one in the world in airlines, so Delta Airlines. Um, We're in the top five for hospitality, so customers like Marriott. Um, We are also in healthcare and also in retail. Well, from what I understand, there's a, a number of facets to what Elevon will do for me as a business owner. Obviously, they're going to be able to allow me to take payment, you know, outside of cash. They can, I can process cards, and that's obviously basic. But um, and along with that, as we've heard in the news recently, you know, the folks out there have concerns about security. And I know through, uh, you know, looking at the Elevon website, there are several features that, that you provide for your merchants who are using you, whether they're small business or large, that do just that, that they kind of cover you from the point of sale all the way to reaching the bank and then back again. From what I understand, there's some extra measures of security that are some of the reasons why folks want to have their services through Elevon. Right. And so, um, All of our point-of-sale devices that we're selling have um, smart card readers. So smart card readers are preparing you for chip and pin. In October 2015, there will be a liability ship to the customers, which are merchants. Um, So they will be liable for any fraud. Now, why the smart card reader is important is that that shift will not go to them. So if there is a smart card and it goes through a reader, they won't be responsible for it. Now the second thing is, is for very large merchants, for example, we have full end-to-end solutions. So for example, we have a product called Simplify. So at the point of sale, 
it stays on the point of sale. Um, so no information is sent to the customer. So for example, and the customer in this case would be Target. So the information would have never have left the point of sale and gone to a database at Target. We then have end-to-end -end encryption. And what does that mean? It's basically a key of information that goes to us. We unlock it and we send the information back with a new key that only at that point of sale device can you see it again. So it actually approves the transaction. So it basically provides three levels of security from the beginning of the transaction, so it never actually leaves the point of sale, so no data card information sent. A token that goes out is sent to us, we open it up, we re-encrypt it and send it back to the customers. So from what I understand, as we were talking a little bit before the show started today, that was kind of one of the problems that occurred in the recent breach that everybody knew about back around the holidays when you know Target had their event, um, was that it apparently when I swiped my card at the reader at the, at the checkout, then some of my or, or a lot of the information about my account was there, like my number and associated information there that would kind of make that useful to somebody should they get access to, say, a, a spreadsheet of all this all these numbers, there's act, they're, they're actual useful account numbers where what you're describing to me now that uh, Elevon provides to its users is the, the equipment, you know, recognizes me when I swipe my card or pass it by the reader. Um, and it says, yes, this is CW Hall. But then from there, it now creates a number for me or some kind of a key that then communicates the rest of the transactional information back to the bank and back again to get everything confirmed without sending my account information off through the, through the cyberspace. Yes, yeah. correct. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So we no longer know what CW Hall. Okay. We do not know what your credit card number is. So for example, on a MasterCard, all of them start with 5466. We wouldn't know that information going back. So a criminal could not take that information. So they wouldn't know um, your name. They wouldn't know your credit card number. They wouldn't know um, your date of expiration. So mm -hmm. that information is not sent back and forth. So the only people that will know that CW Hall would be basically your issuer, so your credit card company, to say, yes, I agree to that transaction and send it back. So is this fairly recent technology that you're talking about in terms of the, 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 that the readers are utilizing now that kind of separate the account number and then turn it into an, just kind of an encrypted key? Does, is that relatively new? It's relatively new, but encryption has been around for a long time. Right. Um, now, though, because of the liability shift that's already happened in Europe, it's called EMV. So EMV, with the smart card readers, have already st it's already true throughout the world and Canada. So criminals realized, hey, I can't read the smart card anymore. I'm now going to go after the U.S. and take a bigger attack. Mm-hmm. So in the U.S., we've seen larger and larger attacks because people were feeling comfortable with their information, giving it up. So if you go to Europe, the interesting thing is you go to a restaurant, someone brings the terminal to you. Versus in the U.S., yeah. 
you give your card up it's to someone you don't know. Very unnerving. <laughs> to a waiter or a waitress, and she goes, takes it back. She could be copying your information right now. Right. Or she could be buying something at Macy's for all you know. Right. Um, so the nice part is with the smart card readers is that you're never going to be in, out of possession of your card. That's great. So the smart card essentially is dealing with the, the card that has the embedded chip in there where the keys and so forth are Correct. contained. Okay. Right. And from what I understand, that's that's one of the ways that Europe is actually kind of ahead of us in that sense is they implemented that. Uh, do they not even have magnetic strips on their cards there or, or, or no? Well, they only have magnetic strips for those of those people coming to the U.S. because we didn't have EMV readers. <laughs> so MasterCard and right. Visa still had magnetic strips because if people traveled to the United States, they couldn't use it. And vice versa. When you went to Europe, for example, you can still use your magnetic strip mm-hmm. if you don't have um, a token. But a lot of people, a lot of merchants in Europe um, don't want to take the card without you putting your chip card in there and putting your pin in because they're afraid of that liability. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as I look around and, and go through a you know, variety of retail stores or, or merchants that I've do business with on a personal level, I you know don't really see very many that that accept that smart chip. So it looks like we have a little ways to go yet at the retail or you know merchant side of things to get the equipment in place that will make us more secure across all of our daily lives as we're getting fuel or buying groceries or whatever it may be. It sounds like there's a lot of upgrading that we have to do at the equipment right. side of things. Yes, and fuel's delayed by an extra year, but um, the rest of all merchants. Um, it's 2015. So you, you're seeing a lot more changes. So, for example, in the Costco location, the new coming location that was just built in uh, outside of Atlanta, that was just built, and that has all smart card readers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are converting with their new stores. Right. It is a big expense, mm-hmm. uh, but they have a choice to take the liability. And most people don't want to take the liability because they know they'll be the first to be attacked. After looking at stuff like Target, for example, Neiman Marcus, and then most recently Home Depot, a lot of merchants are realizing this is really important to get this done. That securing customers' information is really important because it hurts your brand, first of all. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was devastating to those companies, Target in particular. Right. Um, Customer loyalty. Yeah. I don't trust that company anymore because they lost my information. Yeah, I, I think about so. it every time I go into the stores that, uh, you know, because I do, I shop those places. Um, but I definitely, you know, do consider that <laughs> as I go through and I I uh, pull a card out. I'm, I'm certainly contemplating it. Um, we've been talking with Megan Heinze of Elevon, learning about their merchant services. And, and from um, from the perspective of the, the small businesses looking around uh, our you know, Atlanta landscape, for example, um, you know, some some cool things are going on. I know that uh, from a technology perspective, there's, you know, particularly like in the food and beverage industry, mm-hmm. you can go into many of those places and they'll actually take your order on a tablet, for example, and be able to just kind of process process your whole order and payment right there on that, uh, you know, tablet device or even a smartphone. Um, you know, and I've seen, you know, like uh, you, you, you talked about the dongle, the little attachment that you mm-hmm. can use to swipe. On. And from what I understand, Elevon has an option uh, for the merchant that's considering that kind of technology offering in their particular business that uh, makes, you know, some more sense than maybe some of the competition out there. Talk a little bit about those types of options for uh, the small business that wants to be able to have that kind of a mobile platform. Right. We have a product called Talic. 
Um, so it allows a merchant to put all, for example, you're using this, the, the food truck, for example. Right. So you can take pictures of your steak sandwiches, your fries, your drinks, and put them on the tablet. You can put small, medium, a large. You can add items too. So you can make it very specific for the consumer to choose. Yes, I want pickles. No, I don't want mayonnaise. And yes, I want mustard. So it lets all those add-ins for all the options for that, including inventory. How many pickles do you have? How many Mm -hmm. steaks do you have, et cetera? So you can put all your inventory in it. In addition, on top of that, it takes you a little bit further. So more than just an ordering piece, it also lets you be your chief marketing officer. So you put in, when you come in, so CW Paul, this is the first time you're in, we would ask you for your email address. And every single time after that, we know how many times you come in. So maybe on the 10th one, we can give you something free and send you an email about it. We can also make you the CIO because we now know your inventory. How many products are you selling a day? Which products sell best when? Um, wow, I realized after the dance clubs closed at 2 a.m. that I should have more fries because that's the most item that people buy. And lately I've been running out of inventory mm-hmm. um, or a combination of food. So maybe make it easy and I'll give a discount for it. Um, and then at the same time, it allows you to track your employees. So I would know uh, when Megan comes in, when she checks in, when she checks out. So there's a check in and check out to check her hours every single day. So TALIC allows me to do time and attendance and inventory management, financial. I can see, you know, what my sales are on a given, you know, obviously if provided they were paid for by a credit card. But um that's pretty powerful in in terms of all of that information being right there in 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 your hands. Now, does that information does it do I have a, a merchant portal that that I'm logging into um, that has that kind of a reporting for me? How does that, how do I access my data? Right. So actually, um, if you have multiple locations, so pretend you have multiple trucks. Okay. And you can see um, for all your trucks um, what's going on. So. We know the one that's in Midtown West is doing a lot better than the one that's doing in Marietta. So you can actually see which ones are doing best. Um, You know which ones are running low on inventory. So you could be sitting here at Radio X and actually monitoring your five trucks which makes it very easy to run your business. So now Mm -hmm. you don't independently have to call the five trucks. You can actually even see if someone forgot to check in. So now you only have one person on your food truck and you know you need to have three. So you can call someone quickly and say, hey, look, I need two more people or there's a huge line in this other location. So you can really figure out where people are and the different locations. So it really helps you manage your business. So for the first time ever, a small business from the palm of their hands, can not only be the CEO, but you can be the CIO, the CMO, and the CFO. I, I would imagine that that probably has appeal to a, a wide spectrum of small business owners out there. I mean, I, I use the, the food industry as an example, but I would presume that would hold true to companies that are manufacturing companies um, or you know just a general retailer of some kind, particularly if, as you talk about if they have more than one location. But uh, to be able to have access to that kind of inventory control and, and um, you know, even human resource management uh, would seem like that would provide some opportunities that I could save money 
uh, from maybe having to not having to have such a large office staff, for example, that runs my business. Right. So yes, it will help you from a retail perspective and a servicing perspective. So you could use it for the air conditioning trucks, for example. So you have a variety of different services on the iPads, you know, tune-ups, you know, equipment or whatever else. On a retail store, you can have everything from shoes to jewelry, etc. And it's uh, funny because we have used it a lot internally for our own nonprofit within um Elevon, um, that we support a school in Africa, and we have the children in Africa make the jewelry, and we sell it, so the funding can actually go for their school there. And nice. so we actually put tags on all the jewelry, so then we know how much pieces of jewelry or forks or knives and everything else the children actually make and the adults, and this actually helps fund a school in Africa. And it was quite interesting the first time I used it because I got a little pop-up, oh, there's only two blue necklaces left, go back to, in the back of your inventory to pick up a couple more. So um, that was kind of interesting. Wow, that's pretty amazing, and um, you know, what a cool thing that you're able to, you know, support folks in need in another country like that uh, and involve them in, you know, producing a product and and, uh, and supporting their education. That's really kind of cool. So if I'm a business owner, how do I get Talek? So um, you can call um, Elevon. We have a site, elevon.com. There's a phone number or you can apply right online. So is it a matter of will I be getting some um, additional or new replacement um, point of sale type equipment to go along with uh, the service or does it implement if I'm if if I'm not a merchant services client of Elevon today what's the process like for changing over Okay um so it's quite simple to uh, change over if you're currently with another provider. Um, once you've been approved with us, you would just allow your other payment processor to know that you'd actually like to cancel with them. With um, Talic today, we don't actually sell the iPad, so you can go pick out your own mm-hmm. iPad um, yourself. We sent all the we have all the paraphernalia, so the register for it, the printer for it, um, the setup stand, et cetera, which will send all the equipment to you uh, the next day after you've been approved um, or the same day, depending on what hour of the day it is. Um, we send out the equipment, and you should receive it the next day. And it's very simple. Uh, we will handhold you through the whole setup, including the inventory. Uh, we will do equivalent of something of um, – WebEx, so we can show you how to use the product and actually set, set up all your um, either your equipment you want to sell or your restaurant items, etc. There's templates; they're very easy to set up. Um, and then with that, you can either create for an inventory, for example, you can um, create your own numbers for your bar scanned, or you can just take the ones that are currently in Talic. You just print them out on a regular printer. You add the little tags in. We have a little scanner, so if you want to bring up that piece of jewelry to me, for example, that I was using, I just scan the with the barcode reader, and I've made a sale. So it makes it very simple. Wow. Well, it certainly sounds like something that I would uh, have an interest in if I were a retailer of some sort, whether it's food or, or other uh, products that I might be selling. Um, you, you talked to me a little bit before we started uh, about uh, a cool 
uh, initiative that you have that uh, lets folks get rid of the little plastic card that I have to carry in my billfold to earn some rewards for being a loyal customer. Can you talk a little bit about the fanfare, I believe, is what you called the, the loyalties program that um, enables me to just use my card as an identifier, my, my you know card that I would yeah. use with Elevon. Um, or perhaps even just if I don't want to use that, I can just use my phone number and I don't have to carry a card. So talk a little bit about that project because it sounds like it's a really cool option for someone to offer to their customers. Yeah, so um, as I said, our foundation is built off of helping small businesses grow. And one of the things that we identified was loyalty programs. So we looked around and a lot of people were still passing out of small businesses, you know, a punch card, for example. Um, or they were carrying around, they were giving out gift cards. Well, the problem with gift cards is hard to see how many people actually come back and use them. Um, the beauty about what we were providing is the fact is your point of sale reader, um, card member, first time they come in. Um, for example, I want to go buy, let's say, coffee. So it's Megan's Coffee Shop. and. Um, I come in and say, all right, I want to buy some coffee. I buy some coffee. I swipe my card, and it notices that I'm not in the system. It will ask you right there, would you like to be uh, a rewards customer? And you can say yes or no. And assume I say yes. Um, do you want to be recognized by your credit card number or your phone number? And you can simply put your phone number in. And so from then on forward, um, the small business, let's call it Megan's Coffee Shop, as I said before, automatically I could set up with the programs that Elevon already has um, that's been researched, that the 10th time Megan goes in for coffee, I automatically get a free coffee by swiping my card, or I can put my phone number in if I didn't bring in that credit card this time. We also have the ability to help you build a website around your loyalty so you can put more information in, quite like Kohl's, for example. So Kohl's, you can go in and put your name in and email address and put the other information in if I want additional offers. Then what's nice about it for the merchant is the fact that the merchant can use that information to cross-sell products and services, ask you what your likes and dislikes are, and provide different offerings too. So it is a way for the small business to compete against the large businesses. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it would sounded very elegant. Uh, you know, I certainly like the fact that I don't have to keep track of a piece of cardboard in my in my billfold. I always hated the punch card thing because I would always either forget to pull it out or lose it or it just makes your wallet fat uh, if you're a guy. Um, and, you know, so to be able to just walk in and anytime I'm using, you know, that, that payment type, it recognizes me, knows me who I am. I don't have to mess with it. It's just automatic and I don't have to remember, oh, this is my 10th time now. Um, so your your customers will actually be able to truly get the benefits that they've earned by you know patronizing your business so that's uh, a great uh, service to be able to add are, are things like that are they just kind of a an a la carte uh, menu of options that I can kind of add in as services that I have on my uh, Elevon uh, merchant account yes they are they're added services and there's um, 
there's different loyalty features that you can so if you still want to have the gift cards we'll still provide you with the gift cards so we could put radio x for example on the gift card and put a 50 dollars discount or anything you want on that but at the same time this was about enabling as you said to make it easy for the customer right. to come in because they don't on average they belong to 20 loyalty programs so you don't want 20 cards yeah, in your, right. your billfold um <laughs> plus have you seen a lot of women's keychains we have them all over the place you start looking so. like a janitor you know with uh with all these little cards on there it's 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 very cumbersome so to be able to free yourself from that and to free your customers and make it so much easier for them to actually get a hold of the benefits that they have um you know we talked a little bit about the fact that you serve all kinds of industries there's even healthcare related services that elevon you know faces into the healthcare industry um do you can you talk a little bit about any other options that you have for either small business or other industries out there that folks would you know benefit from knowing more about it from elevon yes um so today um, healthcare is a big area it's growing a lot of changes with obamacare um so we need to know information and make it as easy as possible. And when you talk to a lot of doctors, they have a lot of paper. Mm-hmm. And what was very frustrating for a lot of doctors was the fact that Megan would come in and then she would leave without paying anything. And then I had to go find her to pay that $25 fee that she was supposed to pay. Right. Well, the nice thing is that we have this product called payment navigator where you actually go in you put your you check in with your customer information if you've seen a lot around um, Atlanta and then you simply put your credit card in right then and you do your payment right there so you leave you know you can't leave until you've actually paid and it actually identifies you with the check-in and the checkout so I think that really makes it easy for doctors because doctors should be helping um, their patients and not focusing a lot on the payment piece. We also have a new product that's coming out that re- makes it even easier. One of the things that we were hearing from doctors was that working with insurance companies, getting the payment <laughs> yes. back, it's so difficult right. and it's very costly and expensive and I have to work wait for a piece of check. Wouldn't it be nice to have electronic transaction to go back and forth with the medical records? So um, we're working with MDON and to pass that information and the payment so it's straight through from the insurance agents right down to um, the doctor's office <laughs> to make it very easy for them. When I'm not on the microphone here uh, at the studio, I'm actually a physician liaison mm-hmm. for a medical practice in Atlanta, and I can certainly attest to the fact that there's uh, – an onerous pile of paperwork that you have to submit to try to get paid a portion of what you're actually, you know, uh, charging. And then uh, it's so, so common that, uh, oh, that, that, that uh, needed a comma there. We didn't see that comma. So we got to, we need to have all the medical records for that particular patient. So it keeps, you play this game of ping pong back and forth to try to get paid and it can take you, you know, weeks literally to to receive payment so if there's some processes in place now where it's possible potentially if as long as your documentation is correct and appropriate that you can actually get 
reimbursement that's you know based on your contract and it's also very very timely and then i can imagine that within the medical community there's going to be some folks that want to know about that so as it happens i happen to also host the top docs radio show so i'll throw an invite out there to elevon to come over and talk to our folks on that side um, because the people that listen to that show tend to you know need interest or need information uh, that faces the healthcare space so um, we'd certainly like to have have you folks come over and talk about that because i'm sure there's going to be some people that have an interest in greater efficiency in that side. So I'm always amazed at how quickly our time goes when we get these folks in here with us. Um, before we run out of time, is there another uh, point or two that you wanted to try to leave our listeners with today? I know we're, we're really trying to help our small business yeah. folks out. So anything else that you have out there for them that, uh, that we want to pass along? Right. Um, so the product that we were just talking about was Transcend. And so that's more for the healthcare. But most small businesses are really concerned about Apple Pay. How can I be ready for it, especially when it goes live in October? Yeah. Well, if you have a device that takes NFC, uh, near field, or um, you will be ready for Apple Pay. So Apple did a great job um, with how they built their solution. They really included the acquirers, the issuers, and the brands together and really thought about the holistic experience for the customer and the merchant. So they took all five players into consideration when they built it. And what the beauty about it really is the security aspect of it. So with Apple Pay, a consumer simply loads up their passport wallet, takes a picture of the, their credit card, gets sent to their issuer. Their issuer says, yes, that's CW Hall or not, right. comes back and says it's activated. Now to make a payment, CW Hall, we use this Apple 6, presses thumb against it so it actually knows that it is CW Hall and pass a secure token out. So what's beautiful about that is that it's secure and it limits fraud that we were talking about earlier in right. the store. Yeah. And so it should make the consumers feel better because it's their information. Your thumbprint is unique. Second thing, it's better for the issuer because they limits their fraud. It limits fraud for the merchant. It limits fraud for the payment processor. So it's looking at it through all the fields, including even the brands. So it limits brand risk. Right, so right. the brands, what I'm talking about is Visa, MasterCard, yeah. um, American Express, and Discover, that it really focuses on making a very eloquent way to make payments for consumers. And it's really easy for merchants as long as they have an NFC device that takes payments with it. And you would see it a lot at McDonald's or Macy's. Right. It's the same technology that took MasterCard PayPass, for example. Yeah. I mean, so are you saying then that there's like a near field chip that's within the phone itself that somehow whenever I scan in my card or cards that it actually then kind of becomes the master you know, identifier, if you will, so that I can just use those as a, you know, I can actually wave my phone near the, near the device. Is that what you're you saying? Kinda, or? You put your phone in front of the device, but you have to put your thumbprint on it at the same time. So you wow. check which device, <laughs> which card you want to use. Yeah. So let's say you have five cards and you want to use the U.S. Bank Rewards card. You put your thumb on it. You will send the transaction to it. It gets the issuer unlocks it, says that's really you. So you're, again, not passing on your information of your credit card number. It's 
it's a unique identifier that goes back and forth and says, yes, the transaction is yours. And so that should really alleviate a lot of the concern that consumers have with using mobile devices um, with payments. Mm-hmm. Um, it also ensures that it's uniquely yours. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little ways away from my upgrade, so I have to wait to grab my uh, next iPhone, unfortunately. But uh, I'm looking forward to being able to take advantage of that kind of technology because, um, you know, just like you talked about the fact that, you know, handing your card to somebody or swiping it nowadays, uh, it, it certainly puts you at risk. And, and so uh, it's very exciting to have something like this come along that's going to, you know, maybe – make this a little bit less likely to happen, like particularly on the scale that we saw in the last 12 months, what two or three, what three major retailers uh, having problems with that. So it's really nice to see the industry is really making some significant strides that should help mitigate that occurring, you know, down the road here. And so you say this is all going into effect more or less in the next month or so when that, when you can begin to use that kind of technology. Right. They're launching in October. And so that provides a new way to do payments. Um, so, yes, we've had pull mo- mobile payments. Um, you know, for example, Google was doing it. But what's different about Apple is that they own the device um, and they own the application. So, and they incorporated everybody into the thought process to make sure that everybody's working together to really make sure that information is secure for the customer. So, from the from the merchant end of that transaction is it just going to be this have to be an nfc um uh, point of sale device yes it just needs to be simply an nfc um point of sale device so elevon carries them and you could purchase it and it'll be ready for apple pay right away i see so do you have folks that are kind of knocking on doors so to speak calling on your customers to say hey we have these new you know pieces of equipment that will help you be able to take these payments and all of that are you contacting your your market base to kind of let them know all these changes i assume mo- many of them know about it but i mean are you informing them to say hey you can upgrade your stuff and get these new uh, technologies in your business we are informing customers i think it's exciting time especially for cons- really concern of all the f- fraud that's been going on and security risk in the industry having target being so high and neiman marcus and now home depot at the end of the day, no one ever thought any of that would occur because a lot of people thought they had security. But this actually takes us to the next level that we've never had before because it's actually taking your thumbprint that's unique, it's making it a token, and it's passing that information through the whole infrastructure as secure. Well, before we have to jump off, uh, I know you mentioned the website, elevon.com, but I think you're on Twitter and Facebook as well. Yes. And I know I've linked up with you on Twitter. For the listeners out there, if you haven't followed us on Twitter, we're at Top or Top Docs. We're at Midtown BRX, uh, the Top Docs on BRX for the Top Docs radio show. If you want to listen to some healthcare-related stuff, but uh, we'll uh, be linked up with Elevon, you know, on our, multi- our social media platform, so that uh, our our listeners and followers can link up with you and get information that way. Um, anything else from an information perspective we want to pass along before we have to jump off? No, I think we're fine. Thank you so much for having me today. I really had a great time. Well, whenever we get uh, the professionals through our our studio like this, uh, we're very pleased. And we know that you have a very busy schedule and you have many things to do. So taking time out to be able to share with our listeners the uh, variety of options that they can have 
through working with an Elevon, an Atlanta-based company, by the way. So uh, thank you for coming out. And uh, for all you out there, thanks for making us a part of your afternoon today. Thank you for taking your time, Megan. And um, hopefully we'll be able to uh, get back together sometime, either with you or some of your folks from Elevon, to talk more about your healthcare focus uh, products on the Top Docs radio show. So maybe we'll be able to take advantage of that as well. So make sure you tune in and listen to us uh, same time, same place next week, Tuesday at 1 o'clock. We'll see you all then.